Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Superchargers, headlights, and more with over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. There's so much to be thankful for. Family, friends, food, and NFL football all week long. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping your Thanksgiving week full of action. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on the NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. No matter your appetite, there's something for you. Money lines, parlays, props, live bets, and so much more. You name it, they've got it. I like to watch the Cowboys on Thanksgiving I like to bet on the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, so you can bet that I am going to be making a lot of prop bets on DraftKings on Thanksgiving Day. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code MANIX. New customers can bet five on the NFL Thanksgiving action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code MANIX. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. This is Boxing with Chris Mannix. Oh, somebody punch him in the face. Anthony Joshua is a composed and ferocious finisher. Watch this. Andy Ruiz is the heavyweight champion. Hosted by SI's Chris Mannix. That was my moment. Now with interviews, analysis, and everything going on in the world of boxing. When you have talent, you are given another chance. Here's Chris Mannix. All right, as you've been doing this zone thing for about five years now. And I can't remember a better time on the calendar than what's coming up. Just an unrivaled schedule leading all the way through the end of the year. What excites you the most about it? I mean, just the, the consistency, really. And you know, I think for any fight fan, that's something that you want from a, a boxing product. You, know, you want to know that every Saturday night you've got action. 
and you know that you've got big action in this run-up. I think, you know, for me, returning to Dublin for Chantelle Cameron against Katie Taylor is going to be epic. The atmosphere is going to be through the roof. Everybody's talking about Devin Haney against Regis Progre. I think you're going to have 15,000, 16,000 in San Francisco for the first ever fight at the Chase Arena. I guess the fight fans' favourite as well is uh, Sonny Edwards against Bam Rodriguez, the big unification, and, and a huge night in Belfast. It's just been never-ending now for the last few weeks, and you know, consistently, the zone have the best schedule in boxing. You know, I'm, I'm biased. I'm always going to champion it. But when you put it down in black and white, there's absolutely no dispute in it. And this running till Christmas, and obviously AJ, and now, you know, it's a very special time for boxing. And now the plan is to build that momentum back for January, February, March, and the office are working hard to build that schedule. But we must enjoy what's ahead of us. I think the one I'm going to enjoy the most is Haney and Progre mm. because I think there's been it's starting to pick up some momentum with people saying, oh no, Progre has got too much power for him. No, Haney is just going to outbox him. Have you gone back and forth at all on how that fight plays I mean, out? I think when the fight was made, you make Devin Haney a favorite because of his, his boxing skills. But then, you know, you're really kind of disrespecting Regis Progre in terms of his ability, what he's done. You know, I think maybe the Zerilla performance might, you know, lean towards making Devin a favorite. But if you look at the press conferences, and if you particularly, and I know it's only social media, but there's a real aggressive Regis Prograde being sort of built behind closed doors. And if he can have that mindset in the fight, if he can be aggressive, if he can let his hands go, if he can draw Devin Haney into a fight, you may even make him a favourite. He's certainly a bigger puncher. You know, you've seen Devin Hurt before at 135. You don't know if moving up to 140 will make him more robust or if he won't be strong enough at 140. So you could debate it all day long, but... There's definitely a look in Regis Progre's eye to say, no, no, like you guys are foolish to think that I'm the underdog in this fight. And you know, fight week's going to be a lot of fun. Those guys had a great press conference. You know, there's great back and forth from, from both teams. And as I said, you know, really building towards a huge night in San Francisco, December 9th. A huge night. Now, I'll be the first to admit, I'm surprised how many tickets you've already sold so for that. I mean, when it was first announced as Chase Center, I'm like, well, that's a basketball arena. That's not a traditional boxing town, but you're north of 10,000 right now. You yeah. just said you, you think it's going to get to a sellout. How surprised are you at the reaction? Very. I mean, you know, I, I joked with the team. I'd like to say it was a genius move, but it was one of them. <laughs> you know, it was just, where do we place this fight? Some of the venues that we looked at weren't available. Um, you know, we looked at Atlanta, we looked at Washington, we looked at Houston, and San Francisco just come up and it's just like, why can't boxing work in San Francisco? Devin Haney and family are from the Bay Area. The Chase Arena is one of the best arenas in the sport. It's never had a professional boxing match. You know, um, I was in Oakland years ago watching Andre Ward against Paul Smith. And, you know, moving over to the city, it just sometimes... It just works. You've got a big marketing powerhouse at Chase Arena with the basketball team. And I can't lie, you know, we went on pre-sale. I was like, wow, you know, and well through 10,000 now and, and 15, 16,000 on the night. It's going to be absolutely electric in there. No problem selling tickets for the Taylor Cameron rematch. Mm. But as far as this fight goes, do you see it as a winner go home fight for Katie Taylor? She's only got one loss in her career, but at this stage, if she loses this fight, is, are the stakes that high? Yeah, we're, we're very brutal, aren't we, as, as fight fans, where it's like, you know, you, you are the pound-for-pound pound number one, you're the legend of a sport, you know, lose to the same person, retire, you know? And I know that she's, 
you know, f from an age perspective towards the back. And that's the really the only yeah. reason, right? But also at the same time, she is undisputed lightweight champion. She's moving up to try and become a two division undisputed champion. There are big fights out there for her at lightweight, but it will be difficult to come back for her from defeat. And I think it's very, sometimes quite awkward interviews with Katie because people will ask that question and she'll look at us and say, how dare you? You know, firstly, I love boxing. I'm going to box for years. But two, I know she would have put a lot of pressure on herself in this fight. But Chantelle Cameron, her confidence has gone through the roof. Like she says, Katie definitely wasn't at her best in that first fight. You can't take anything away from Chantelle. But she, it wasn't a good performance from Katie. She will be better in this fight. But so will Chantelle. Like, and she says, I don't think I boxed that well last time. And it was a really good fight last time. This time, it will be even better. This will be Taylor Serrano. This will be everything you can expect because Katie Taylor will leave nothing in the ring in Dublin. She will give it everything. And Chantelle Cameron thinks she's going to stop her. She thinks she's going to walk her down, beat her up and stop her. And it's going to be a thriller. So you're fresh off the plane from Saudi Arabia. And I got to tell you, watching that press conference is a little bit surreal, not just because of the amount of talent that was up there on that stage, but then you're up there with a lot of people that hate you, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Like you've got Frank Warren, Jarrell Miller, Deontay Wilder has not had some nice things to say about you over the years. What was that experience like for you? Do you know what? It was actually quite refreshing. It was like, it felt like something that should have happened a long time ago. I mean, we live in a world, particularly with YouTube outlets and social media, where a lot of what you say is actually clickbait or they take one line from an interview, people never watch the full interview. And myself and Frank Warren have been going back and forth for years. Like, that's different. That's just like a rivalry that's ingrained within and our And that family. was the first time you've been in a room. Oh, we met Frank before. Warren. You know, it's funny because George Warren, who's done a great job and done a lot of the groundwork for this show, said, you know, I need, you know, I need to get you and my dad together. He was like the father in this situation where he sort of brought two naughty boys together and said, stop it, you two. You know, we don't, you know. And that's what it was like. It, you know, I think people behind this, His Excellency in Saudi Arabia, they don't care for the history and the politics between promoters and who said what on YouTube. They're like, look, we've got a plan. We've got a big opportunity for you guys, for boxing, for your fighters. Stop being so silly. You know, it was that. And, it was, and that's really what the conversation with Frank Warren was. was like, look, whatever's happened, let's not mess this up for boxing. You know, and next thing I'm on a plane with Deontay Wilder, we're having a very nice time, we're having a nice conversation, and boxing just felt like it came together a little bit. I'm sure next week <laughs> that we'll be back to, to normal procedure. But, you know, it just shows you what can happen. I mean, when you look at the card, best card I've ever seen. You know, I mean, whenever you get AJ and Wilder in competitive fights on the same card, it's obscene. And obviously, you know, the goal is to bring them together. End of October, that December 23rd date was ticketed for Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk. Middle of November, it's an entirely different card with an entirely different cast. You can only speak to what you were involved with, but how did we get here? How did we yeah, get we to- We got here late. I mean, we were very late to the party. You know, I, I think that they had the date of December 23rd. They wanted to do a show. And then all of a sudden we were approached to headline it with Anthony Joshua. Our other fighters, Dimitri Bivol, Jai Apataya, got opportunities. And then we had to move really quickly. You know, you're talking about three or four days to make fights, you know. I think that's a blessing sometimes, the shortness in time. You don't really have time to think. It's just like, do you want to do it? Yes, we do. Okay, go. You know, get the legal teams in place. Get the contract signed. And fly, get them on a plane. 
Whereas sometimes these, con these, these negotiation periods go on for two or three weeks and it's just like, so yeah, the speed of movement was incredible. Financially, obviously these guys uh, you know, got big opportunities in front of them and everybody just said, where do I sign? Let's make it happen. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Now I'm supposed to talk here about what I remember and what I loved about my first car. And that's easy for me to do because I still have my first car. And as long as it keeps running, and so far so good, I intend to have that car probably until the day I die. Uh, that's how much I love that car. It is like a child to me. Now, it does require some upkeep, and that's why I'm grateful for a place like eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've been involved in boxing in Saudi Arabia going back to 2019. How involved they want to be always seems to be kind of a moving target. Do they want to do one or two big events? Do they want to do a bunch of events? As you sit here right now, what's your understanding of how involved Saudi Arabia wants to be in boxing moving forward? Because we've seen them make significant impacts on other sports. The Live Golf Tour brought some big soccer stars over there. What's your understanding of what they want the landscape to look like? I think, you know, 
they've definitely got plans. I mean, I think that will evolve over time. Obviously, Riyadh season, which is you know all these incredible fight nights that are being built, will run us up to probably March. And obviously, you've got you've had Fury in Ghana, you've got December twenty third, you've got Fury Usyk. I'm sure you'll see some others littered in the Riyadh season as well. And I don't know. I think it's early days. You know, I think that you've got a, a man in in His Excellency. Um, Turkey Al Sheikh, who's very passionate about boxing, definitely has a vision. You know, you've only got to look at the production and the content, and the marketing and the promotion and the investment in that side as well to see the kind of ambition beyond just what goes on inside the ropes. And that's one of the refreshing things, you know, the vision to do something different. You know, to deliver boxing in a different kind of fashion, to bring people together, to make the biggest fights possible. So, what the future holds, we'll see. But at the moment, I think you know. Boxing is lucky to have that kind of interest, and we're all kind of riding the crest of a wave. You mentioned Deontay Wilder, and from what I understand, you didn't talk much to each other at the press conference in London. Fast forward, you're on the same plane heading to Los Angeles. We all saw the picture, but take us behind that picture. How did that interaction take place, and what was that conversation? We said hello at the press conference, you know. Um, he spoke quite kindly and matched him at the press conference, which I thought was nice, surprised me a little bit. and. You know, I got to the check-in at Heathrow and turned around and Deontay Wilder and Malik Scott were behind me. So it was a hello, gents. We had a little chat. Got on the plane. He was sitting next to me. So I thought, oh, here we go. You know, we had a chat and it was just a good chat. I think he's chilled recently. He's had a year out. I think he's, you know, obviously that, that um, violence will be reignited in him on December 23rd. But at the same time, you know, I think he, he knows what he wants. I think he's pleased to be back in the ring and pleased to have a plan of, of what we all want, which is to try and find a way to make Joshua Wilder. But we kind of said to each other, let's switch on, you know, make your AJ switch on and I'll be switched on December 23rd. We must win. And hopefully after that, we get what everybody in the world wants. When Deontay Wilder said at the stage to AJ, hope we can get that fight next year and AJ didn't respond, that was interpreted by some people as believing that maybe Anthony doesn't want the fight. How, how would you react to that? I don't know what Anthony's got to do in terms of his resume to make it even clearer that he'll fight absolutely anyone. He has been really disappointed over the years by things that haven't materialised. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. And I think he doesn't believe anything until they're stood across the ring from each other. So he would just think, it's just talk, yeah, great, nice one, yeah. But let's see. Because, you know, we've been here before. But this time I think it might be different. So Anthony's going into this fight with Ben Davison working his corner. That's been described as a temporary split, if you want to call it that, from Derek James. Presumably he's going to go back to Derek in 2024. But it will be the fourth trainer for Anthony in his last five fights. A different voice in his corner. Any concerns on your part? Because I don't think Otto Wallin's a pushover. No, I think, I think Otto really Wallin is a good fighter. Six weeks out, southpaw, skilled, coming off a massive win against Gassiev in Russia. I think it's a very, very tricky, dangerous fight. Um, I think, you know, the last four or five weeks he's been in the UK. He chose to train with Ben Davison. You know, they get on well. Um, the big stumbling block in terms of trainers, obviously time. He's got six weeks from when the fight was signed. He can't really fly to Dallas you know, get settled in, then fly to Riyadh, get settled in. So he's going to do this training camp in the UK. I think Ben Davison is a fantastic trainer. I think he's got history with Otto Wallin. 
through the Tyson Fury fight when he trained him. So with AJ, it's just where he's comfortable and where he's confident. And right now he's comfortable and he's confident. And it is a tough challenge on December 23rd. Last thing for you. Uh, December 23rd was also a date you were talking about Conor Ben. Uh, clearly that's not going to happen before the end of the year. Any Conor Ben fight, much less a Chris Eubank fight. It was reported that there were some financial obstacles yeah, that not were not true. So what, what, is, what, if anything, is standing in the way of Conor Ben versus Chris Eubank Jr.? Just really getting both sides to sign the fight. You know, myself and Callis Allen have two jobs. You know, one is my job, which is to get Conor Ben signed, and Callis' job is to get Chris Eubank signed. Now, you know, certainly nothing from our side has broken down, or you know, we haven't yet signed a contract because both sides have got to be ready to do that. But Conor knows it's, you know, it's the fight. We know it's the fight. But when you get a fight of that magnitude with the bad blood and the rivalry that exists, sometimes there's certain things that you need to kick over the line. We're kicking them, and hopefully next week we can carry on this momentum in boxing and give fight fans and DAZN subscribers something very exciting to look forward to in 2024. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.